We now present you our January podcast of the Mountain Care Old Time Radio Hour. Join us on a journey to the golden age of radio on our time machine. Back to the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. We're your hosts, Bob Jackson. And Barb Williams. And we're joined today by our Mountain Care Drama Club. This is our Roaring Twenties episode with comedy and news from the 1920s, music from Louis Armstrong, and five questions with Sam, who grew up in the 1920s. Our featured artist is Louis Armstrong, and here is Blueberry Hill. When talking 1920s, no one did it better than F. Scott Fitzgerald and its classic about excess of the jazz age in The Great Gatsby. Fitzgerald also has ties to Western North Carolina as he stayed in the Grove Park Inn for two summers while his wife was receiving treatments in Asheville. Now here's our Emily reading a passage from The Great Gatsby. He smiled understandingly, much more than understandingly. It was one of those rare smiles with a quality of eternal reassurance in it that you may come across four or five times in life. It faced or seemed to face the whole eternal world for an instant and then concentrated on you with an irresistible prejudice in your favor. It understood you just as far as you wanted to be understood, believed in you as you would like to believe in yourself, and assured you that it had precisely the impression of you that, at your best, you hoped to convey. So we're now going to take you on a trip back to the 1920s with some jokes and some news. We'll start out with a joke. Why were the trousers not allowed to enter the school? They were suspended. Due to the new technology available allowing movies to have both sound and color, the movie industry in Hollywood grew fast, as did the number of cinemas showing the films 
1919 laws were passed for the prohibition of the consumption and even possession of alcohol, making it illegal. Due to these laws, the decade provided some of the best known gangsters means to create vast wealth by opening illegal bars called speakeasies that would provide alcoholic drinks for the people that patronized these establishments. The most well-known of all gangsters by the time was possibly Al Capone. Once during Prohibition, I was forced to live for days on nothing but food and water, said the late W.C. Fields. Music. Jazz was the music of popular choice, and some of the best-known musicians were jazz musicians, including Duke Ellington and Al Jolson. One other popular music composer was George Gershwin. Many of his songs are still recorded and listened to today. A popular dance of the times was known as the Charleston. Baseball. The Yankees and Babe Ruth ruled the world of baseball, setting records for the team and the great Babe Ruth. Major league teams buy up minor league teams allowing them to get top players much cheaper than the open market. Some of the famous slang of the 20s, foot juice meant a cheap subpar wine, and iron in your shoelaces. If someone leaves the room to go iron their shoelaces, it means they're headed to the restroom. Once again, I'm here with Sam, and uh, we have five questions with Sam, and question number one, Sam, um, you spent a lot of time traveling, started in the Navy, then during business and also for pleasure. What's your thoughts about travel? It's a marvelous way to become educated. Uh, you learn so much about the cultures of the various countries and cities. Uh, it, it's exciting to travel, and I particularly like uh, going to foreign places and learning more about their culture. Well, let's go to a foreign place. Um, okay. Let's, uh, well, let's start with Montreal. Oh, Montreal. <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad, Bob, you asked that question because I loved Montreal so much, <clears throat> excuse me, that I would certainly enjoy living there. It's a you know a dual language city, French and English, and uh, it's, it's just a delightful place. It's a mecca for jazz, by the way. Okay. Do you speak French by chance? What? Do you speak any French? I can say a few things. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Comment allez-vous? I have no idea what you're saying. Okay, so. how are you? <laughs> Very good, thank you. Um, is it true that you once um, had a conversation with Bill White in Montreal? No, Bill was in Toronto. Oh, in Toronto. Give me yeah. that. We're still in Canada. Give me that. I think story. I misled you. Uh, it was in Toronto, and the Yankees were playing the Toronto whatever they are. Blue Jays. There you are. And I had spent a business day in Toronto 
uh, for the company which I represented. And it came time for the day to end, the business day it is, and uh, knowing I had read in the paper that the Yankees were in town, and I knew that Bill White was broadcasting the Yankees at that time, along with Phil Rizzuto. Yeah. So anyway, I got a hold of Bill White, who was in, at the hotel where the Yankees were staying, and I told him I was in town. I'm a, I'm a friend of Bill's. Our families, okay. families are friendly with each other. Uh, my mom's youngest son, Phil, and Bill White's daughter, Edna, were very schoolmates. So this goes back a bit of time. So I felt free to call Bill. And I told him I was in town. He said, how can I help you? I said, Bill, it's easy. Provide a ticket for, <laughs> provide a ticket for tonight's game. He said, absolutely, no problem. Go to the box office and pick up your ticket. Done. Nice. Hey, let's jump uh, over the pond from, from Canada. Let's get London, Paris. Paris? London or Paris, or both. <coughs> and that was on a, a pleasure trip. Okay, pleasure trip to Europe. To London. Okay. And Paris. Uh, Bob, uh, we rode the very fast train under the English Channel, which was uh, pretty exciting, you know. How many times did you do that? And it was memorable. Is there? Is it true there's a story about you falling off a stool? Ah, uh, uh, this is in... <laughs> excuse me. Uh, this was in London. Okay. Uh, we were traveling with another couple, and we were having a sidewalk drink. Uh, this was about 8 o'clock at night, early, pre-dinner, and uh, <laughs> uh, we were having a bit of uh, leverage. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun. But the stools around the table were pretty short. And I got talking and getting excited and exuberant and fell off the stool. <laughs> And that brought a big laugh. I'm sure. Well, let's jump back to the United States. And, um, you know, we have to talk. The Big <laughs> Apple. New York City. Oh. There's no city, in my opinion, in the world like New York City. It has everything. You want it? He has it. Yes, I, lo I love New York. Well, Sam, we're talking 1920s um, on 20s. this episode. It is uh, now the 2020s. So um, 1920s, you were a young child um, running Honestly, around the streets. 1920, I was an infant. <laughs> 1920s, but all the way through the 20s. So we're, we're talking all the way to 1929. So uh, That was the crash. So we got the crash. You're a young child. What, what do you remember as being a child running around the streets? Oh, yeah. Well, at that time, 
are living in uh, America and living in uh, the environs of a large city such as Philadelphia. Uh, I happen to be fortunate and grow up a small town. And in that town, everyone knew Oberlin. They took care of us. The neighborhood took care of us, protected us, provided entertainment. And I, I was so fortunate to be in a small and continuous town. What do you remember uh, doing as a child um, for fun in the neighborhood? In the neighborhood, we developed our own games. One was called Kick the Stake. You get a piece of, of branch, branch, and you lay it against a telephone pole, and you kick it, and then you <laughs> it runs. I was as if you, it was a regular baseball game. Okay. You hit a home run, you put it on the neighborhood's lawn. <laughs> it was a great game. Kick the stick, much like uh, kickball. Uh, yeah. But with a stick instead of a ball. It was a stick. What else do you remember about um, being a young child? Oh, I can. Can I tell you about mischief? Yes. Mischief. You can tell me. Okay. You know, around now, hell time, Halloween, uh, comes a night set aside for mischief, <laughs> called mischief. Yeah. And the neighborhood I had, there was a, a long-standing outside privy. <laughs> so we took it upon ourselves, we boys, to not be knocking that over. <laughs> <laughs> and we succeeded. We succeeded. And we had great laugh about it until the next day. <laughs> 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 well, Sam, we talked 1920s, and, and we move now into the 2020s. Yeah. Um, so what is the biggest thing that you're surprised you see now that was not around when you were younger? Well, of course, uh, the, mo the modes of travel have increased tenfold, twentyfold, and uh, provided being able to reach other cultures uh, within an, uh, hours. And that's remarkable, absolutely remarkable. That's what I have seen. Space travel on the fringe, absolutely, we're facing it. Uh, what I don't like is the turmoil today in the political arena. Uh, not not a good thing, uh, but I don't want to go into politics on the, on the interview. Well, we're, we're going to end our interview. We have to go back to sports. Um, so we've talked baseball in the past. Any other sports you want to talk about? Uh, I, I love college athletics. Uh, I, I love the, uh, the basketball uh of of the college team, uh, excuse me. I have all of them. Okay, uh, college football. The, the the association with the teams 
is something I truly love. Well, Sam, thank you so much, and we'll catch up again soon. Oh. And that was our blast from the past. Thank you for joining us on a journey down memory lane. And as always, may your troubles be less, your blessings be more, and nothing but happiness come through your door. Join us next month on the Mountain Care Old Time Radio Hour. <laughs>